who, who out there is getting over like 700 listeners you know what i mean yeah like really racking them up that's a joke hope everyone knows hope this tone <laughs> is coming across <laughs> podcast this is the opus podcast our podcast unraveling songs my name is lana holgado i am this is my house (laughs) my name is josh kumar and this is not my house welcome y'all we got a special treat for you today we are (laughs) on our indie artist spotlight you know what it is we're just out there trying to find the best and the brightest the streets have to offer and today (laughs) guys in studio we have one of the best and the brightest (laughs) Everybody, please give it up for singer, songwriter, musician, producer, multi-dancer. Interpretive dancer. They are a multi-hyphenate. Please welcome Randy Louise. Hey. I feel the need to say yeehaw. Don't know why. That's not necessary. Howdy. Howdy. Welcome Thanks to the Thanks for uh, having me. This is thrilling. Yeah. How are you on this fine day? Um, I'm a little sleepy, and I think it's because of this weather, you know? I feel like my brain is not fully present and here. Mm-hmm. So if I say nonsense, that's why. That's okay. the reason. Well, we got some hard-hitting, <laughs> evocative questions to wake you oh, up brother. on this morning. I'm ready. Or yeah. am I? So we want to talk to you about uh, the new EP you just dropped still. start with the very beginning. Uh, what made you want to go down this route of trying to pursue sing songwriting, be a musician? I feel like it was recently that I was like, hmm, I really enjoy doing this because for most of my life, I was like, I cannot write songs. I suck at doing this. I'm never going to do it. And I think it got to a certain point where I was like, it's too late to start writing music because you hear all these stories about people writing songs when they're like eight years old and then they grow and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, 20 and didn't really write that much music um, because of perfectionism and I would write something and was like well this sucks so I'm not gonna do it (laughs) because it's bad Um, and then I don't know I really like feel like because of the pandemic and because I had all this time and just time to sit with my thoughts and I have so many I just needed a place to put them um, and so I started writing music and then I took a songwriting class my senior year of college and that really helped me actually produce music and finish songs because if I don't have some kind of deadline or pressure then it's really hard for me to follow through because of ADHD <laughs> but since I had that pressure I was actually able to finish and um, like produce songs and it made me realize that I actually really like doing this and I don't think I'm awful at it. Um, so let's keep doing it and that's kind of, yeah, why I, I don't know, I guess got into it. But for most of my life I was like 
that's never an option for me. I think I was thinking, there, well, there's a part where I was like, well, maybe I'll do theater or teach. Not that I don't like teaching. I like private lessons, but I think I was thinking maybe in a school setting for a while, and I realized that's not for me. Um, but essentially, every other thing besides songwriting I was thinking about, and then... I was like, you know what? This is fun. So uh, why not try for it? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. You went to uh, art school, right? I did. College. University of the Arts in Philadelphia. Shout out to U of Arts. And Shout out. <laughs> so like, did you have like major system there? Or? Yeah, I was a vocal performance major um, with a minor in music ed. And it was very like jazz heavy, which I, I really liked. I really like jazz. And it was really nice because we weren't locked into a specific genre because so many schools make you do classical, and I like classical, but I liked UArts because you had the option of picking what you wanted to study. There were some requirements, um, but there was so much flexibility and they really just worked with you and kind of what you wanted to do. And so, yeah, I felt really like I had a lot of independence um, to kind of try things out, which I really liked. Gotcha. So yeah. post high school, you definitely knew though, like this is the industry I want to be in. Don't know exactly how I'm going to do it, but. Yeah, I think I knew I wanted to do music somehow, not necessarily, oh, I want to be a songwriter, but um I just knew I had to do music some way or another um, mm -hmm. because there wasn't really anything else I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I, I liked cooking for a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I ever would have gone to culinary school, but, you know, part of me was like, maybe I'll open up a bakery. Yeah, I mean, it's never too late to open <laughs> yeah. up a it's, bakery. It's true, it's true. But that seems stressful. Not that music isn't stressful, um, but yeah, I, I kind of thought it... It just had to be music one way or another. You talked a little bit about um, taking a songwriting class mm -hmm. and that's something that helped you finish your songs. Yeah. Were there any songs on your EP that you had to, that were like part of yeah. the songwriting class? Three of them, like all, it was um, Phony, uh, Still, and Say You Do, I all wrote in that songwriting class. And then I Don't Know was one that I wrote more recently. Um, but I like I kind of had demos of those three. Um, but then I just kind of spruced them up a little bit and put them on the EP. But yeah, it was really nice because I had those kind of all sorted out. When you started yeah. writing them, was it like... I'm just gonna try to make these things individual or did it like slowly come together that I want to put this together as like a cohesive project? Um, I guess I wrote them more as individual songs but those specific songs I kind of liked how they work together and the sound, this sounds obnoxious, but the soundscape kind of, <laughs> <laughs> that's really annoying, kind of it sounds like they belong together in a way mm -hmm. um, and I had some other songs that I was considering um, for the EP, but they didn't really fit in that kind of just vibe, for lack of a better word. Um, so I just went with those four, but they were originally just independent of each other. I want to talk about, um, mostly like still before we get that, uh, we're joking about like you writing a diss track, but Phony is actually pretty like, it I was listening back <laughs> no, to it. No, it is, that is. And you're sacrificing other people 
for me to write songs if I don't feel so strongly about whatever topic it is I'm writing about and I had a few experiences that really like were not great and certain people who really were not great and I am a very <laughs> um, passive aggressive well not, I try not to be aggressive but I'm, I'm not confrontational and maybe I should be. I think it would be better if I was. <laughs> um, but I'm not. So I just put all those feelings and anger into that song. And maybe I will say it's about multiple people. Um, but, you know. And we're going to call you out right now. And right are. now, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Gary from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just was angry and upset. And so that, yeah, that one's a little bit. Yeah, I would say the most diss tracky song that I, <laughs> that I have, but I like it. So, yeah, maybe those people are thinking it's about them. I hope they are. Just to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have um, any of the people that the song is about listened to it? <laughs> <laughs> what a and question. Was them? Well, I don't know about. I know. <laughs> One definitely has. Um, and I don't know about the other person, mm -hmm. um, but one definitely has. So, yeah, fun stuff. Did they, did they know it was about them, or were they no, like, probably oh, not. They're just like, wow, not. I'm jamming out here. They probably like. did not. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know their inner thoughts, um, but they probably did not know. They probably oh, thought gotcha. it was about the other person who it was about. I see. Yeah. Next EP, just like drop both their names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have like specific songs with mm. their names as the title. That's yeah. what I was mm -hmm. thinking. Um, could be good and fun. First and last. Yeah. First, middle, even. Middle. Social security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Home address. No. I, I mean, I feel like that's what Ex I have to do exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. No. You, must you have to done. make them wildly identifiable. <laughs> Identity theft, let's make it happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I what? think that would be a great title for your next album. Identity, Identity theft. theft. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that could be good. Really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, on the other side of the diss tracky coin mm -hmm. is I feel like, I feel like Say You Do oh, yeah. is the complete opposite of mm -hmm. a little bit about that and your inspirations um, i'm very gay um <laughs> and you know gay people like to yearn i say mm -hmm. um and i'm not gonna lie this person who it was about i don't like really know them that well 
And so it's an incredibly dramatic... That just makes it even gayer. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's really incredibly dramatic for the level of my, like, knowing of this person. But I don't know. I was just like, I have all these feelings and thoughts, so I'm just going to make an incredibly dramatic song about it. Um, Because, again, I am not confrontational. I don't, like, you know being brave and courageous and <laughs> saying things to people. So I just decided to write it in songs. Um, and yeah, that one is just a really mushy, mushy song. And yeah, it's kind of funny that <laughs> there's such a drastic difference between you suck, you're just, who are you? And then I love you, even though it's not you. Yeah. Anyways, it's just very drastic um, differences between the, the two. Full range of human emotions. Exactly. Emotions be emotioning. They really do. They be emotioning, and what can you do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Was it a choice to like purposely try to make them like the beginning and the end of like? Um, I guess kind of. I wanted it to mellow out a little bit, um, so that's why you really start with anger um and then it kind of i don't know dissolves and becomes a little bit sweeter at the end um yeah i mean i guess when putting it together i wasn't i don't know thinking about oh i want there to be this i don't know change in the ep but i knew i wanted these four songs and so that was just the best way that i could think of to order them i guess what kind of things have you discovered about yourself and just, like, about the music business? Um, you know, because you said you said you haven't really thought about this even being a career mm-hmm. or an avenue for you, like, before you were 20. Yeah. Which is pretty recent. Yeah. Well, I guess, like... I mean, as much as I hate feeling like I'm annoying, if you don't feel like you're annoying, then I feel like you're not doing enough. Um, Like, I hate having to market my music because I feel annoying. Yeah. And it just... Oh, yeah, I don't like thinking about it as a sort of... I don't know. Like, let me sell you this music, which is pretty much, like... A part of myself as corny as that sounds um it just yeah oh I hate it I hate it but you just have to do it you, you just know do it yeah and it works it you know especially on TikTok it definitely helps um I don't know you find listeners but it feels awful to do it feels so annoying but feel like you really have to push your stuff in front of people and you have to make them see it because if you don't promote yourself and you're an independent artist and truly no one else is going to do it and no one is just going to magically come around and offer you like a record deal or something like that um so you kind of have to be I mean obviously persistent and you have to feel a little (laughs) annoying maybe some people don't feel like they're being annoying but I really do but it's just a matter of kind of leaning into that and I've had to kind of get over that feeling of 
people hate me and they don't want to see this stuff anymore um, because it's just about reaching other people who haven't seen your stuff or listened to your music. So, yeah, it's just kind of... I feel like you can't have any... I don't know. What's the word? You just have to get past, like, the feeling of embarrassment or that's been true for me is like if I feel embarrassed then that's good (laughs) that's what I want well not really but yeah (laughs) yeah do any of these like business considerations come out when you're in the actual production process where you're like oh this sounds like really in right now let me try to like switch it around to that um honestly yeah but no I feel like whenever I try to maybe write something or produce something that I know is a little more marketable. It just feels wrong and I don't have fun doing it because then I'm, I don't know, trying to, it's like I'm trying to recreate a certain sound that's definitely not my sound. I have the most fun when I'm just taking random sounds that I think, you know, are fun. and not really listening to other people's stuff or not worrying about, oh, this is in. Um, Because I think people, I don't know, I don't know. I think people want a certain originality to music. But yeah, anytime I've tried to make something maybe a little more like, I mean, I think anyone trying to make music that isn't what they naturally want to do, it's going to feel wrong and it's going to feel like pulling teeth in a way mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know I just kind of my what I usually do is I write a song and then whenever I'm producing it I just try a bunch of different things out um and hope for the best really and maybe there's better way to go about it but that's I don't know. That's what I like to do, I guess. I feel like that's the best way. Yeah. And sometimes I will listen to maybe like certain songs with that ha- like have a sound that I like and I'll maybe try to pull specific things from that song. But I don't know. Trying to recreate a sound or a song doesn't feel great. Yeah. Kind of hard to like make it your own, right? Yeah that and it just I know it's not my best work because it's not really what I love to do yeah Yeah. I did want to get to um I don't know off your Mm -hmm. EP because you said that was the one that you wrote separate from that song yeah I'm really just kind of finding out about this in my 20s 
Um, and then like questioning who I am like as a person and have I been masking my personality and identity for out, you know, throughout my whole entire life um, and feeling really, I don't know, like confused about myself as a person, I guess. Um, and so I just, again, I had nowhere to put those thoughts. Um, and really all I could do is write a course that's, I don't know, and repeat that over and over again. Um, because yeah, I don't know. It's a lot to kind of <laughs> consider or like rethink who you are when you're in your 20s. You know what I mean? I mean, I think just that's a problem for a lot of 20 year olds because you're trying to figure out who you are and your place in this world, but especially when you're neurodivergent, I think, and you're just kind of, you know, figuring yourself out a little more. So that was, yeah, that was just me being like, who really am I? Do I know myself? Still is like, you described it sort of like the thesis of your EP. Yeah. So yeah. what was the decision to name the EP after one of the tracks there? Well, I guess it was mostly because most of these tracks were a product of, I guess, the sort of quietness in my life and a sense of stillness. And I don't know if I would have written a lot of these tracks if I did not have that space to have all of these thoughts and put them somewhere. So it just seemed, I don't know, fitting for the EP to be named Still since it all of these songs came out of, I think, a certain stillness that I felt. I think we've all kind of been feeling since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I think the silence is what kind of helped me write the songs. One thing I thought was pretty cool is like you have, I think the original version you recorded on your YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to find peace inside the still when my thoughts come crashing down like they wanna kill me and everything is in slow motion everything has paused can't believe i took for granted what my life once was yeah where did you record that by the way like the video yeah um so my parents are moving to like the medford kind of area mm -hmm. and kind of like a little farm place um so that was there okay and i really like visiting there because that's actually somewhere where i appreciate like the, the quiet, quiet. The still. um because it's very peaceful and i mean i love nature and peaceful nature always feels nice and um relaxing but yeah i just love going there because it's very serene and beautiful and it seemed like a good place to film that specific song also i feel like nature just it's easy to make things look nice when you have beautiful surroundings mm -hmm. so yeah yeah 
Yeah, that was really interesting that you were like singing a song about how like stillness and calm is bad in like one of the most serene yeah. places. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess that, yeah, that's one of the places where um, I feel comfortable and the stillness feels nice and uh, relaxing rather than kind of, I don't know overwhelming I guess mm-hmm. um and yeah I yeah I wouldn't want to film that in some I guess super chaotic place because it also is just a more mellow song mm-hmm. so it just seemed like the best the best place I guess for it yeah yeah I and like hearing that you wrote in the pandemic I think yeah. like it sort of contextualizes it like the stillness yeah. you're talking about is more like something that's forced upon you yeah yeah, it's like, um, and I mean, I've never really liked quiet or um, I like when there's a lot of sound. I like having music on all the time. And, you know, I think the pandemic just kind of reinforced that. And even I'm like, I'm an introvert, but it gets to a certain point where being at home all the time was just not not fun and it felt incredibly I guess suffocating and obviously I was totally good with doing that because I didn't you know no one wants to catch the Rona um but yeah it just got to a certain point where it was so like I don't know it just felt very it's weird how it does kind of feel exhausting to like not do anything right yeah I don't know it just feels it's funny because it shouldn't feel overwhelming, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But at a certain point of just being in stillness or being, you know, by yourself at home, it just feels overwhelming. And then you have all of these thoughts and you're given all this time to think. Um, and it's not fun (laughs) yeah it's not relaxing like that quiet isn't relaxing and I think there are people who really like quiet and and peace but I am not necessarily one of those people and the pandemic just kind of I think amplified it Mm -hmm. one thing that kind of struck me though like comparing the two versions uh like the original one is like really stripped down like very just acoustic guitar and you Quiet isn't peaceful Quiet is just scary Quiet gives way to possibilities Some which terrify me Yeah, so the, um, I guess the original video that's on my YouTube channel is just I mean, I think I still kept a lot of the the same instruments and harmonies, but um, for the one that's on my EP, I like triple tracked the lead vocal um, and definitely add, added more production elements. Quiet isn't peaceful, quiet is just scary. Quiet gives way to possibilities, so much terrify me. And I think, like, you know, having it mixed by someone who is a professional, like, engineer definitely 
brought out <laughs> the sounds and made them made it sound more full. Mm-hmm. Shout out the engineer. Got to Oh, so that that's uh, Baby Boy Blue on all um, I guess social medias. Icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legend. Produced the Hazy, right? Or he mastered Hazy. Mastered Hazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very talented. So good at what he does. And yeah, I think just having a good, you know, professional mix engineer really made it sound a lot more full and a lot less like weak than to me it sounded kind of weak the the original version um always need distractions from all of my worries made up situations give my mind listening to Claro's new album which I love it's very good and she kind of double tracks her vocals on that a lot and I think I was inspired by that mm-hmm. so I was like I want to do that you could say you triple track the vocals because you were just so alone and you didn't want to be alone that's true yeah. I could say that and I was like this is just really like a metaphor for this. <laughs> <laughs> it was not <laughs> um if we were unraveling we definitely would stick yeah. that in and yeah. be like <laughs> Yeah, she meant to do this 100%. Yeah, it was just, you know, the creative vision that I had. But yeah, it was just because I listened to that album and really loved the way it sounded and wanted wanted to add a little bit of that to my song. Hmm. Yeah. Were there any other like musicians or artists that you listened to that just sort of influenced production on that? Yeah, I think um, Hozier definitely did. I just love his music because it makes me feel like I'm in the woods and mm-hmm. that's what I want my music to sound like kind of um, and I just love how big and open his songs sound I mean a lot of them sound cozy and intimate but I I love all of his stuff but I guess I was more so listening to his songs that sound like they're in some big cave or big forest um and try to steal little like production elements from that. Like some of the percussion sounds, I think, um, maybe I took from, from what he was doing because I just want to sound like I'm, I'm in the woods, you know? Speaking of big sounds, can we talk about that one part? It's like the, the loneliness, the emptiness, it cuts, cuts like a knife mm-hmm. and then it like, Explode. Yeah. Seeps through and cuts like a Can you talk about like what you did to achieve that explosion? What for me stands out the most is just the like harmonies that I added. And that's the, if I'm ever, I don't know, at a loss for what to do, I'll just add harmonies to make it sound bigger because I'm not amazing at playing any instrument and I'm not amazing at like, I don't know, necessarily producing, but I do feel confident in 
my voice so that's just always kind of an easy thing to add into songs um just all add a bunch of harmonies and I think that was I don't know yeah I wanted it to open up at that part and yeah harmonies just felt like the best way to go for me were the chords the same the chords were the same yeah uh I'm trying to think I think maybe maybe that was the first time I went to like an F F major seven in the song but yeah yeah they did sound like there was something spicy happened in there maybe it was like the voicings were different or maybe um well I mean for the bridge I did switch up the chords but I don't think it was anything too drastic I think maybe it was just because it was laying laying low for a while Mm -hmm. and then I added in more vocals and whatnot it kind of opened up but yeah I can't remember exactly what I did but harmonies definitely thanks yeah I just like harmonies because they're fun all right let's get some uh rapid fire questions in all right Mm. if you could go on tour with any artist who would you go on tour with um i'll say oh sorry i'm really bad at rapid fire hosier i guess maybe there you go okay so we got hosier uh what's your preferred instrument um voice what's your favorite baked good cake that's easy love cake who would you like to take down in the music industry um Ooh, that's a lot of people, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but like bad people. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. okay. Bad General people. bad people, yeah. be on the lookout. <laughs> Your days are numbered, all right? <laughs> it's over for you. Um, um, what song can't you get out of your head right now? Um... I'm smart, but I'm stupid. I'm gay, but I'm straight. I'll corrupt us in Whole Foods, baby. That one. (laughs) Classic. What's a song that you wish you wrote? See, this is so hard. There are so many songs. Um, Oh, man. This is really hard. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Do I necessarily love the sound of... Bob Dylan's voice, no. But I really like the song, Don't Think Twice, It's Alright. I just think that's a really nice and beautiful song. Yeah. Dang, that's hard. There's so many songs. Hmm. But also, most of Lizzie McAlpine's songs, I think she is so good. Ugh. Yeah. If you were one song from the movie Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again, which song would you be? Um... What songs are in that? <laughs> um, wait, Fernando is in that, right? I don't know. I'll, I'll do that one because that's Cher sings it. Okay. So Cher. Cher. What musical accomplishment will like you get and then you'll be like, okay, I've officially made it? I don't think that'll ever happen, I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, I think I'll always be anxious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Going back to my previous question, give mm-hmm. us your best share impression. Do you believe in love after love? <laughs> that was good. Yo. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's share. You know. Share. We, we've been holding the actual share hostage. <laughs> we let her have this specific moment. Okay, share. Back into the 
let's share. Okay. Um, Do you have any other rapid fire ones? Um, um, what's your favorite song right now? Why is it these wheels? Um, <laughs> because it's a brilliant, vibey, just all around banger of a tune. Um, sorry, I'm going to lean into the mic. Who wouldn't love that song? Everyone go stream these wheels because it's a bopper of tune. So it's a bopper. A bopper. A bopper. A bopper. Okay, we need to end it on a question that's not shameless. <laughs> okay. So, um, as I understand it, you didn't submit this EP yet for Grammy consideration, right? Mm, I mean, I guess we'll we'll find out when the Grammys air, won't we? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, look, I get it. Like, <laughs> Japanese Breakfast is up for Best New Artist. You don't want to take it away from her. Right, I mean... It, it might be taken away. Um, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So okay. so don't be surprised. Okay, we won't. But, you know, we want to, we want, like, here at the Opus Podcast, mm-hmm. we're all about getting you ready for your next moment here. Right. So, um, you know, when you're up there, when you're on the Grammy stage, you're giving her your acceptance speech, what are you going to be saying? Dang. Um, that, I'm going to just say dang, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Thanks. They don't need any Mom more words and, than that. and dad and gay people. Yep, I think it's just going to be a big thank you to gay people. Shout out to Neil Patrick Harris. Mm, maybe, but also shout out to just um, every other gay person. No offense, NPH. Okay. Like, also shout out men. to everybody but Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris who's gay. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a big old shout out to also specifically lesbians. Shout out. Yeah classic and i think i'll end it there and yeah. maybe with a yeehaw yeah mm-hmm. mom yeah. dad lesbians who else do you need to thank that's it i think not right? baby boy blue for producing <laughs> <laughs> everyone forgets we the can also shout, yeah we can shout them out um okay. and then i'll end it on a yeehaw because okay. yeehaw okay ye and i cannot stress this enough ha yeehaw Okay. Randy Luis, thank you for doing our podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so many thoughts in this head. Where can our listeners find you? All terrain platforms. If you want to go on Pandora, who might stop you? Deezer, listen, have fun. Spotify, yeah, you can stream it there. Apple Music, why not? YouTube, go for it. All of them. All of them. All Randy Luis on all Louise. platforms. Yep, I'm there, kicking it. Outro music. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. This has been the Elvis Podcast. Our theme song is Underground Stars by Lox Beats. We'll see you next time.